state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka the Black Bruce Wayne, here with Ali, aka. Can't top that. Uh, Raj, a.k.a. Kuzma's ninth biggest hater on Twitter. Someone is going to be, like, really listening to this loudly in their headphones. <laughs> and and the game screaming Ali Bumaye is just going to, like, <laughs> blast their eardrums. And I'm all here for it. I'm really worried about them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just wanted a nice, calm podcast listening session and then, like, some nice... Compton gangster rap. I don't even know if he's from Compton. I shouldn't have said that out loud. You know the stats of our podcast in the next few days, and you're gonna be like, "Wait, why did people just quit after like eight seconds?" Either that, or we're gonna get like a cease and desist from Aftermath Records. <laughs> did you get that cleared, Ollie, or or not? Uh, what's our first topic? <laughs> I don't remember who called you a Kuzma hater, Raj. I remember it happening, but I, I don't want to call them yeah. out, but I remember. I'm glad he did because it was about time someone called him out for it. <laughs> it's funny. I made some lists. Uh, there were 10 people listed. I was ninth. In lo- and I was the only one that had low key next to it. So, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> well, it's not low key anymore. It's all out in the open. I just. I just posted, like, three Kuzma highlights. Yeah, but that's, like, when you feel bad that you made fun of someone, so you are just super nice to them. Man, it's August. I understand. This is what happens, man. This is what happens when you're a Twitter basketball personality. People are just going to (laughs) start making assertions about your person with no no quantifiable evidence, and you're just going to have to deal with it. And you're doing it. You're, like, you're really basking in it. I appreciate that. (laughs) I got to climb the list, though. I don't want to be ninth in anything. You know what you should do? Recreate Kuz's Insta post. That'll get that'll that'll boost you up the up the charts. Ooh, a real tongue in cheek oh. IG post mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one with all the clothes that don't fit is that. Yo, the one? bro, I was saying the one that was super stylish. See, that's the difference. I was saying the super stylish one, and you <laughs> said that. You really you you thought yeah. that you really thought that you thought it was stylish. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you mean? I'm just making sure. I dude. I you know what? Maybe I'll recreate the picture. Because I I would I would do stress like that. They're gonna make a new list for you, Ollie. Just like who's his biggest like lover. supporter? Not lover. Yeah, you'd be number one. <laughs> What's the first topic? <laughs> Asking for a continuation twice in three minutes. This is huge. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so it, it's been it's been an eventful time since we've last recorded. Um. You know, other than. Raj and Ali just sort of making their their Instagram uh their Instagram post to to revere coups. Uh things are actually happening with the Lakers and chicken sandwiches. And chicken sandwiches. These two guys have not had the sandwich. I yet. went I and wanna, the line was way to too long. I listen, I'm all in and I want to try it, but I'm not willing to wait 40 minutes for it. This was, it was worse than an in and out line. That's Look, crazy. Our listeners are not trying to hear that. Like you, you, they you are. gotta go eat the sandwich. I know. I said I will, but I'm gonna wait a week. I'm gonna wait till the. It's like when you don't want to go to a filled like movie theater. You wait a week when it dies down, and then you go and you relax and you enjoy it, and then you see how it really is. Also, Raj, how presumptuous of you! You don't even know if they have Popeyes in Peru. All right. 
Exactly. Thank you. Come on. We have listeners in Bosnia, and they might be like, what are you talking about? Maybe they wanted some solidarity with podcasters who haven't had the sandwich. So there. Not only does Raj hate Kuzma, but he hates Peru. <gasps> oh, man. What's the first topic? I forgot. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest though. I've been I've been eating like real healthy since I got back from vacation. So like I'm I'm waiting for I gotta time the sandwich right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's first of all it's gotta be before like 4 p.m. Like I can't be having that that grease on me. I need like a solid eight. I need a work shift. I need eight hours to digest that sandwich. So yeah, I see you with your Insta story of you working out. I see you, Rick. Hey, bro. I'm just, it's all about the gains. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were you were you were uh, dumbbell pressing like five pounds, right? Why you got to do that? Why you got to do that? They don't follow it's me. It's the reps, not the weight. That's what counts. It's about volume. It's about volume. And I, 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 and I, lift, mentality. I lifted that five pounds 150 times. Matter of respect. Thank you. No, I didn't. It was like 10 times. Anyway, um, I'm glad we're having such a, such a good time on the intro because, unfortunately, the first topic, which Ali and Raj so desperately would like to discuss... <laughs> Uh, is is quite possibly the saddest news uh, that you're going to hear this offseason, as it, at least as it relates to to to, to the basketball court. Um, I distinctly remember when Woj tweeted on Wednesday or Thursday. I believe it was Wednesday. I'm not sure. Woj tweeted: Demarcus Cousins suffered an injury on Monday and will in, in undergo further testing on his leg on Friday. I'm not like a Debbie Downer. I'm actually like a pretty positive person. But that right there, I was like, oh, he heard it Monday. Woj is reporting it two to three days later. And we're not even going to say what it is for another couple days. This doesn't bode well. Nope. Like, literally, if someone tweets out that someone hurt their knee, like days after, you know something's messed up. Yeah, I, I was actually just thinking he would be hurt before camp. I didn't think it was that serious at all because I knew he was playing some scrimmages. Um, I didn't think it was that big a deal, especially with the way Woj kind of wor- worded it. He said it was just he may have hurt his leg. I think that's how. Not he just it. that, but the the knee to knee tweet. I was like, all right, no, this yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah, and and then and then of course you know a few days later the video comes out and it's just like oh he didn't he didn't bump knees. No. He didn't bump knees at all. It was just him trying yeah. to go up for a layup. Listen, I, I will start off with this. Someone told me this, and it was very true. When you think of the mm. biggest move, or the not the biggest move, but like the biggest news of the Lakers offseason, what is it? Jay Anthony. Yes. Yeah. And if it's not DeMarcus Cousins getting injured, you didn't have, like, the whole world isn't crashing down. It's, you could fix this. And so, yeah, it's really sad and it bothers the hell out of me, but uh-huh. it's not the worst thing. Yeah, I mean, this was always a uh, really low-risk, um, high-reward situation anyway. I mean, you're not getting to Marcus Cousins for what he signed without this kind of risk, right? So that was always... But to have it, like, in August, you know what I mean? I think like, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. just to start like, off like that. Like, yeah, it's like he wasn't really on the team yet. Yeah. You know? Like, I haven't really got to see him in a Lakers jersey in the practice it's like he was signed, and now he's not. He's basically not a part of the team anymore. The way we're discussing it. Yeah, so. I do, but I like regardless of whether the team will be okay or not. Like, I feel really bad for him. Like he, oh, yeah. you could see when he would talk about his previous injury, he'd be upset about it, and how he just wanted. He was like excited for the start. The fact that this happened before he could even like prove that he's back 
and it's all with the same leg and everything is non-contact. It's just, it's really sad. Yeah, I was reading something or, or maybe I was watching a video and they were just describing about how like when you, when you tear your Achilles, like obviously like you can't, you can't, you can't lift up your leg. So you can't extend uh-huh. either. So there's mm-hmm. more wear on your quad. So then he tore his quad. And when you can't, when your, your, your Achilles is weakened and your quad is weakened, those are like two straight line like that. That's all in the kinetic chain. So there's more wear on like your knee stabilizers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh-huh. For you to injure those three things, like one after the other, it, it, it's it's like indicative that that leg is just like not real, especially the the way that it the way that the ACL tore. Like you said, Ali, it was it was just like he was he was going up for a layup, you know, like it was yeah. it was a motion that he was gonna have to do a billion times. Um, and, and like you said, it just, it just sucks because you know he he had lost all that weight. He was yeah, exactly. In good shape, he was really like to yeah. to first and foremost come back from the Achilles and then play and then tear your quad and then like actually play in a finals game is already a big journey, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of reading something similar. Um, it's not the people who get their careers ended from the Achilles. It's not the Achilles injury. It's all the injuries after it. Like these things are all kind of connected and you just keep getting hurt where it's not worth it. Well, I hope for him is he's able to play again, but that's kind of what ends careers sometimes. Yeah. I, I truly hope that he sticks around with the team too. Like I wanted to like travel with the team and I wanted to do all those things with him. Cause like, I don't know, during, like you never know what, how he's thinking and everything. And just to be around a basketball environment and be around like the team, I think it would be like great for him. And I'll just say, yeah, I think he will be around the team. He's like best friends with Anthony Davis and they'll probably keep him around, let him rehab and all Oh yeah, that. for sure. Sure. So in in direct to Laker related news, it was pr- a pretty quick report right after the, the news of DeMarcus broke that I forget who the, who the quote was, but the who, who who I'm sorry who reported it, but the quote was that a high ranking member of the Lakers um, said that the Lakers do not expect Anthony Davis to play big minutes at center in the wake of this injury. Just real quick, I just wanted you guys' thoughts uh, just on the fact that that came out so quick, and of course the information itself. Pete he always says this, and it's so true. He's like best at the five. Like he needs to be at the five and. Listen, if it's not during the regular season or not all that much, sure. Like, if you want to start games not being five, sure. But in, like, the last five minutes of the game and in the playoffs, it's so important for him to play at the five. Yeah. Because their best lineups are going to be with him at the five. Not only offensively, yeah. but defensively as well. Yeah, yeah. I really don't like this kind of news coming out. And even on, like, most Laker fans, they're, they're kind of saying, well, we need to, like, recruit him still. He's not signed after this year for Anthony Davis. So let him play whatever position he wants, but losing does nothing. I mean, if he's playing the four and we're losing games, he's probably going anyway, you know what I mean? So that doesn't help. He needs to be playing the center for 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 a lot. I don't mind him not starting at center, though. Like, I'm totally fine with that. If that's if he wants, you know, not a ton of minutes at the five, sure. Like I said, just, like, mm-hmm. close out games at least the five. Or if you see, Or if you see the matchup that night is... Like, it would be much better for you. If you're not going up against, like, centers like Embiid, and he, that's fine. Like, don't play the five. But if you're going up against, I don't know, someone like Porzingis at the five, you, I feel like he's got to he's gotta be playing in that position. Yeah. My, my only counter to that is, I think Pete says this too, is the starters play most of the minutes of on any team. Um, usually the starters are the ones who play the bulk of the minutes, and that, that group needs to be really good. You know yeah. I mean? And... 
I just worry starting another center next to him, and it's kind of hard to build that rhythm. And I know you can close games with different matchups and lineups, but I feel like your starting group has to be strong. You're going against other teams' best shot. You should have your best shot out there in the beginning of the to game. To be fair, Warriors proved that wrong, but the Warriors were the Warriors. Yeah. Because, like, they would always start Andrew Bogut at the five or, you know, different centers at the five. And so then they would always change it at the end. But, like I said, it's a different scenario. Yeah, good point. I just think our starters don't have that talent level to be able to do that. Like you said, the Warriors are just a generational um, thing to have. Yeah. So I've read this article uh, that someone – I think it was posted on uh, Lakers Reddit. Um, and, and it was actually arguing against Anthony Davis at, at the five. And I I don't know if it's convincing to me, but I wanted to give you the general gist and get your thoughts on it. Um, and also, you know, if, if the listeners didn't hear it, maybe it's something that would interest them. So the, he, this guy – and people say this. People said this on Twitter. Anthony Davis actually has played most games – um, played five in most games. That, that, that's something I've seen, like, you know, in 94% of games, he's played some five. Um, so it's, so it's kind of like a who cares? This is like a misnomer. It's just like a nominal right. thing. Um, but, right. but the article I read said that while that is true, that most games he's played, he's played five. It, they, they actually saw that it, it was like some odd, like the minutes were allocated a lot more evenly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh-huh. he did end up, you know, he has played more minutes at the five, but not as many minutes. Uh, not the, I'm sorry. The discrepancy wasn't as much as you would expect. Um, additionally, they, they made two points. One was that on average, like AD performs better defensively as in more blocks and steals when he's a four as opposed to lining up at the five. And also he scores more points on average in the minutes he plays as a four as opposed to the five. Now that's the information that was in the article. In my mind, I can kind of see the, the defensive. Actually, I can, I can see a reason all like from the eye test for both things. Like I can see, you know, fives for, for all the, the talk of stretch bigs, they're still more post, post bound. Mm-hmm. So I could see AD being able to help off of being able to be more mobile and help, you know, from the, from the, from defending fours and just being able to be, uh, like, like all over the floor a little bit more as yeah. opposed to just like, I have to stay here because I got to box out this big. Yeah. Um, and referring back once again to, to peace analysis of Anthony Davis, I feel like we all know Anthony Davis has a harder time, especially both defensively, but especially offensively scoring against like those big burly yeah, he centers. Right, so yeah. so I, I was just curious what you guys thought about that because I didn't really think about that until I read that article. I wish I had the name of the guy who who wrote it. I got I got to look it up you, so I can give the proper due. You said it well, offensively. I mean, defensively, like he just he's able to help off and everything. But offensively, when he's a four, he doesn't have. I mean, unless they match it up, he doesn't have those big men guarding him as well. So he gets to do what he wants. And primarily, I mean, that's what I was really excited for him and cousins to pair up because. Cousins, cousins can spread the floor while AD like does his thing. And you know, when he's going up against big centers, like for example, again, Embiid, Embiid would be on cousins. And so, uh-huh. well, yeah, Embiid would be on cousins. So AD would be able to do his thing. But now there's Horford. That was, so Philly's not a great example, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He's able to like battle up against smaller players instead of having to worry about their centers on both ends. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it's, it makes sense that he would score better, I guess, on fours. My only thing I'm worried is like the spacing issue on offense. Mm-hmm. This team already doesn't have enough spacing as it is. And if I'm guessing McGee would start. And that's kind of tough for both of them to be working from inside. And I think Pete said this too. AD's a really good guy to like space the floor. But he's like a monster as a role mm-hmm. man. And if you have McGee on the floor, they're both kind of role men. And we already have 
limited shooting in our starting lineup, no matter who who starts. So I mean, that's I, I as far as the limited shooting in the starting lineup, I think that all comes down to Kuz's shot. Like, because Danny Green can shoot, you know, LeBron's LeBron, and then if if Kuzma goes back to his rookie year or like does even better, I think that completely changes. Like, you can put a center that can't shoot on the court. Right. But you think he would start then at the three? Who Kuz? With Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Or, you're right. That's you're, yeah. Yeah. So I think he'd he'd come off the bench, right? So you'd basically have Avery Bradley, the point guard. Yeah, Avery Bradley, LeBron, Green, AD, and McGee, which gives you about two and a half shooters. Yeah. In that line. I don't know. I'm I'm so like I I truly believe that Kuzma that the starting lineup is gonna be with Kuzma at the three. I feel like they're gonna like that's gonna happen. That's just been my mindset the whole entire time. Right. But I mean, I could be wrong. I feel like old school conventional wisdom says that you want to have at least one scorer come off the bench. Carmelo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not even 20 minutes in and we're going there already. Um, but before we go down that rabbit hole, uh, I, I feel like if Kuzma did start, the bench would really be like, they would, they would effectively be playing a different game. Like it'd be, it would be Luke Walton all over again because that bench would have no scoring punch and they would have to, like you can't you can't run for Jared Dudley at the four, which you're running for Le, or LeBron at the four or Le, LeBron at the three. You know what I'm saying? Like that, they would play a completely different game of basketball. I was watching uh, Brooklyn Nets highlights and from the playoffs and like for Jared Dudley, and I was watching Jared Dudley defend at the five. It was actually kind of fun to watch. The dude plays so hard. He plays so hard at all times. It's, it's actually incredible. I believe that. Not saying he should be defending fives. Just saying it was fun to watch. I'm always for like unconventional uh unconventional personnel at the five. I remember when we were still trying to figure out if Lou Alding could play, I like no. tweeted at I like tweeted at Pete one time being like, do you think Lou Alding could play five? Because he played a little bit of five in like small ball heat lineups. And Pete didn't laugh me at, uh, off of Twitter, so you know <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, dude, please tell me he just straight up said no. No, he said he said if if it were a if if we were gonna play Ding, it might be a possibility, but there was never any chance with Magic that we were gonna play Ding, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just don't see Ding as a five. Hey man, hey, he, he logged a couple minutes for Miami. Then again, you know Riley and Spo, Spo's a genius. What can you do? You know. Um, so Carmelo Anthony, don't do that. Honestly, when uh, when Boogie got hurt, I was like. Maybe this means that AD plays more five, and mm-hmm. you know that means that there's we still need another big, obviously. But maybe you know you let Melo, you know, handle a little forward position, you know, line him up there. There's a possible. I don't think it's happening, but still, no. Good luck with that defense. Wait, there's no, there's no need to even say that word. <laughs> like, why are we even talking? What is like Allen Iverson practice defense? <laughs> You see Kuz working out with Melo, yeah. I think. Was that a couple yeah, was, yeah, I think that was like a week, two weeks ago. But yeah, I saw that. I actually like that. I think Me it's, too. Yeah, I do too. I think it's a great idea. Listen, I love Melo. I just don't... Like you said, Raj, it's just... I like him a lot. I just don't want him on my team. That's, yeah. that's it. Only problem is that's how everybody feels, and you don't go on any team, so... Well, that's honestly, I guess I'm jumping forward a little bit here. Like, I don't necessarily feel that way about Melo, but I, I, I understand that. But that is absolutely how I feel about Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. Like, I am over 2012, 2013. He was hurt. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I am a little bit salty that he basically asked the Lakers to amnesty Kobe. Like, you didn't earn that, bro. Don't, that's ridiculous. Um, but like, there's a, there's a saying because apparently we have a lot of like, 
cultural differences in our in our idioms, and this might not be one. There's a saying. I'm pretty sure this is pretty common. Third time's the charm, right? You know that saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, like, third time's the charm. I believe in that. Eight times the charm. I don't necessarily believe in that. I don't. I don't. Who knows? Maybe Dwight could be changed. But this is like the seventh or eighth time that like right. he's tried to be this redemption story, and the stakes are just too high for us right now. Yeah. Um. So are we are we going to that subject of people replacing cousins? Are we going there, or is that just? I think that was just a rant on Dwight Howard. I think that was that was a rant on Dwight Howard, but we can we can move forward. I mean, we can keep talking about Dwight and all. Honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I I want Noah a lot more than Dwight. Like, here's my thoughts on Dwight. I, I, like, if you knew me back then, you knew I was furious at Dwight. Like, I just, I was so annoyed, and, like, I never wanted him back on Lakers. And, let me say this, I, again, I want no more, but I am not, like, a hundred percent against it, of him coming back. Because, here's this, and it might be just me, because I like to see the best in people and all that. I like to believe that Dwight, he's said it a million times, and you're right, but I think this is the first time we're legit. No team wants him anymore, and it's like, oh crap, this is rock bottom. And so I think maybe he's like he always does the tour and everything, but maybe he means it. I again, I I could be totally wrong, and I would much rather have Noah than Dwight. I just think Noah's a better fit, uh, especially with his passing abilities. I think he brings that, which was I was really excited about. Boogie was his ability to pass the ball. I think Noah brings that. Uh, uh-huh. But saying that, if Lakers just weren't able to get Noah and they needed a backup center, I would rather have Dwight than, like, Spates or uh, Gortat, which they named. So that's my personal preference. Again, I it would be hard. Like, And someone posted about how if you see it's not a great match, you can always just buy him out, and which is so true. I, just, yeah. I think people shouldn't be 100% against it because of the past, even though like, it annoys the living crap out of me. Uh, but, yeah. I think it's worth a shot if you can't get Noah. Yeah, I want no part of Dwight Howard on this team. And like Rick, as you said, the stakes are just too high for this team to have a guy like Dwight here. He's on his fifth team in five years, and each team was happy to just have him walk away. You know, I mean, Charlotte, um, Houston, Washington, all pretty much just gave him away. And I don't think there's anything that's changed with him. I watched his interview with Christiane Leahy, I think. Mm And he's still kind of, it's very low self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I don't have no, I feel like this team has enough problems as it is. And having a guy like Rondo already in the locker room, I just think him and Rondo would be a horrible fit together. And that's a lot for a guy like Frank Vogel to, ha- to mm-hmm. have, who's somehow still our coach. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like, I feel like Rondo would call out Dwight completely if he was, Dwight was being, you know, Dwight. Oh, oh, for sure. But I mean, I, Dwight doesn't seem like the guy that takes that kind of criticism well. I just found myself defending um, Rondo. Holy crap. <laughs> I, see what happens when we talk about Dwight Howard? <laughs> so, see, what you're, see what you're forced to do. Somebody said somebody was defending Dwight. Um, not Dwight. Goodness gracious. Uh, somebody was defending Rondo on Twitter very recently, like right before we started recording. And their first line of defense was, Rondo's hustles every play. And no. I was like, I can't take you seriously. Can't take you seriously. That's those are people who watch highlights. I, I was like, you you didn't you you haven't watched you didn't watch a game all season. You, like, you, you didn't you could look up Rondo's best passes from last season and you're like, holy crap, that's amazing. Yeah. And think he's like he was amazing last season. And to be fair, 
I was defending Rondo off the court, not on the court. Right. Last thing on Dwight. So he played nine games last year. He averaged 13 and nine yep. rebounds, which is fine. So people are coming, like a lot of people on Lakers Twitter were like, well, if you just look at it in a vacuum, he <laughs> averaged 13 and nine. We could use that like as a center. We don't play in a vacuum. Yeah. Like we play on a court in, you know what I mean? We, there's no vacuum here. The, the points aren't just, you know, just throw points on a board and hope. Um, and add that to a team, and it works. You know, what I mean? and if so, if yeah, no, if no. Lakers signed Dwight, he would get rain and booze, and rightfully so. And the only thing that would change that is his play. That's it. So I have a question for you both: uh, Dwight Howard or Carmelo Anthony <laughs> for, for this team? What the f- man? <laughs> <laughs> Read it and weep. Uh, for this team, I. I'd have to go Dwight. Like they need, they need a center. If I had to choose one, that was it. I'd have to go with Dwight. You are asking like, do I want to die or do I kill myself? It's like two questions. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'd probably, I'd probably go Carmelo just because him and LeBron are like best friends, and I think he'd at least acquiesce to a role a little bit better. Who, who plays the five? But, who besides Javale plays the five? I mean, I know there's a roster easy. spot open, by the way. What's up? We have another roster spot open, by the way. Well, they have. I, I want to make sure I say this correctly because I'm, I'm doing the video for SPN and I'm like writing this all down. They have. They currently have twenty, four of which mm-hmm. will, are going to are going to South Bay. Then you can right. get the, the the I forgot what it's called, like disabled something like something for uh, Demarcus Cousins. Disabled player yes. exception, the DPE that. for sure. I heard that that doesn't open a roster spot though. I heard that only gets you more money to pay somebody. So it's like. You get like half of whatever Cousins makes. I don't think that opens a roster. Box. I think so you'd have to waive someone else. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right, actually. Yeah. So, so never mind. But they have those. So you, po- no, but you could waive Troy Daniels. And they also. Hey, 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 hey. That is Virginia Commonwealth University <laughs> Ram Troy <laughs> Daniels, sorry. Richmond VA's finest. You watch your tongue on this podcast, sir. They also signed Demetrius Jackson, but he's going to go to South Bay. Like, there's no way he actually makes the. Roster. I, was I thought that was. I thought that was an exhibit ten deal from the jump. Yeah, <laughs> Rob's is still losing it over the VCU. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> my my mom went to VCU, bro. Oh, okay. That was my my first basketball game was a VCU basketball game. I got to be aware of Troy Daniels College. Come on, Come on. now. It's 804. Stand up. Two up, two down, baby. Yeah, type away. Whatever you doing. <laughs> Figure it out. Also, real quick, Ali, What's I up? cannot believe you just said you'd rather have Dwight Howard than Carmelo Anthony. Dude, I am shocked and appalled. I, it's just, I'm thinking of like the roster. I They need a five. They, they need a five. It, Not that five. <laughs> I, I, I hate. I, I genuinely, I genuinely hate like that. I'm defending because du- I, I, I like. I can't tell you how much I hate Dwight. Like I actually hate. Like I have a jersey from. I think it was like my first year in community college. I, my mom, jokingly on my birthday, gave me a Dwight Howard jersey that she got for like three dollars, and <laughs> she, she found it at what was it TJ Maxx or something like that, and sure. she, uh, she gave it to me as a birthday gift, and I. I, I I don't remember what I did. I I just was not happy, uh, and so like I I just don't like it. But like they need a five. I can't I can't even say that enough. They need a five now. So if you're talking about Carmelo, because Carmelo's not gonna play the five. If you watch Carmelo, I would rather watch 
Dwight Howard play the five and Carmelo play the five. Carmelo's not playing the five. I know sure. exactly. Uh-huh. So for sure. Yeah, I just I can't. If you Carmelo if, plays the four on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> if they're really thinking of AD is not a five for a lot of minutes, I don't want to put Kuzma at the five. I would rather yeah. watch ten to twelve minutes of Dwight playing at the five than Carmelo playing ten to fifteen minutes on the court. Okay. Okay. Fair. Yeah, fair argument. Fair. fair argument. I. I I defended Rondo today. I defended Dwight. I just feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> Go take a shower. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like ten years or seven years later. And it's gonna be like, would you rather have Paul George come back to the come to the Lakers or some other player after Paul George is like terrible? Or whatever? <laughs> I, I was I was gonna go with Jason Tatum. To be honest with you, as the second end of that of that tandem. Um, so you know what you, you know you know what I uh, never mind never mind. I'm not gonna say this. Go ahead. You mentioned most space. The uh, he oh, no. he really changed his game to become a stretch big. Yes, I I completely forgot that he did not play in the league last nope. season. Until like two, so like I was on the most spades train for like a solid because I remembered him on the Warriors, and then I was like, oh wait, that's that was that was last year, not <laughs> yeah. not this year. Yeah. So yeah, so so I agree with you that no is the, the the best option there. Someone tweeted at me asking about Spencer Hawes, and Spencer Hawes actually played really well for South Bay last year. His first two games, he was a little like iffy, but after that, he like he knocked down threes really well. He moved the ball around really well. It's kind of fun to watch, but like I don't know how he defend against NBA level centers. Like I, that's what worries me the most. Are we talking about yeah. Philadelphia seventy six or Spencer Halls? No, we're talking about Los I Angeles th- Clipper Spencer Halls. I thought you were talking about Sacramento Kings Spencer Halls. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, in all honesty, Philadelphia seventy six or Spencer Halls killed it for me in fantasy. Like absolutely killed it for me. It's really interesting. Shout out Spencer Halls. Hey, shout out, shout out. Um, Philadelphia Spencer Halls though. Raj, what what school does Spencer Halls go to? <laughs> Virginia? No, <laughs> Washington, bro. I'm kidding. I just I just googled him. That's why. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no. I'm not up with these college. I have no idea. Not, you know, college is not even. That's not even my forte, sir. Uh, I'm just messing with you. Um, and any other any other uh, any other uh, uh, contributions to the center conversation? <clears throat> Yeah, I'd, I'd really like Joakim Noah on this team. I think his his passing would be really helpful. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have a lot of playmaking as it is. Exactly. I mean, giving the ball to LeBron and Anthony Davis, you can do that so many times. Um, I'd like to have another center that can operate at the top on handoffs. Yes. Um, be able to like look at cutters coming off. Hit yes. he hits guys off screens really Preach. well. Actually, it's yeah. I he did that for yeah. Avery Bradley a lot. Avery Bradley would come off screens for Memphis, and he hit him on target. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like Joe. I'm on the Joe Kim Noah train. Yeah, yeah. I with all my defending of Dwight, I just want it to be known for listeners who already hate me for kind of defending <laughs> Dwight. Not really, just the Lakers need five. But I want Joe Kim Noah like way more. His like I like you were saying, Raj. I was watching clips of like just his passes, and his he's actually like really good at distributing the ball. Yeah. Like he can get the spot the ball in his, like the tiniest spots for players. It's, Pretty damn nice. And, like, when, uh, you know how there's, like, the, um, horn sets that were run with, like, DeMarcus Cousins and, uh, AD with, like, Holiday dribbling up the court? Right. I could still, I could see Noah filling in that spot. Like, obviously, mm. you're not gonna, you're not gonna have Noah, uh, Noah, uh, like, pop out the three point line. I was gonna say, somebody, um, tweeted me. They said, uh, 
Joakim Noah was an MVP candidate a couple seasons back. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he sends me like the list, and this is seriously was like an MVP race um, in 2013. It was KD one, LeBron two, Blake Griffin three, and Joakim Noah number four. Joakim Noah the Bulls was know- a beast. Yeah, I didn't know he was an MVP candidate. Though. Okay, let's, at least I didn't remember that. Let's look at the top. Let's look at the top three, right? KD, mm-hmm. LeBron. LeBron. Mm-hmm. Now there's a big drop off from Blake. <laughs> That's right? very true. Now let's remember that was Blake doing like the the destroying Pau Gasol's career dunks, offensive like, foul dunks. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna argue with that. You're 100 percent right. Okay, I just remember that like Joakim got those votes as like a nod to hey. The heart and soul should win. Should win some MVP, but he was not an MVP candidate. Let, like, there's a difference okay. between getting MVP votes and being an MVP candidate. I appreciate but, the sentiment, right? But still, like, I do not remember him even being in that. Okay, so let me give you five and six of that list. Okay. So it goes: Joe Kim Noah four. Next is James Harden, number five, and then six is Steph Curry. I think this is pre Kerr, so this is Mark Jackson Curry. But yeah, Steph Curry, number six. Which is still like a pretty interesting list to be on. I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I don't, I don't want to disrespect yeah. our, our future center. Who is seven? Roy Hibbert? <laughs> I don't see seven on this list. So. <laughs> all, the, all the votes have been exhausted by the seventh <laughs> yeah. player. No, nah, Joe Keem was the heart and soul of that Bulls team. Like, obviously, Derrick Rose is the best, but Joe Keem was there like Draymond Green. Yeah, yeah for sure. The, the pre Draymond Green, Draymond Green. They they had to have some dust ups in in a couple games. I, I might want to like go back and find that. There's no way that Draymond Green and Joakim Noah didn't fight on the court at some point in time. <laughs> My That's favorite, no way they the just Spider Man like, back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they went 48 minutes just playing basketball. <laughs> as much as I hate to say this, I loved watching like Blake Griffin and Zach Randolph scuffles. Those were always fun. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch Zach Randolph fight damn near anybody. <laughs> Zach Randolph bullied DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Well, that I'm was... from bullies get bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> so no one's mentioned uh, Kenneth Fareed. No. No? Not a fan? No one's I... mentioned Nene? Not a fan? It's not that I'm not a fan. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I don't, I didn't watch enough to have, have an input on, in, all, in all honesty. It's find it hilarious. He did like a 15 minute on like, well, Dwight Howard does all these. And he's like, Kenneth Fareed? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me, oh, my. But I'm with you, but I thought that was hilarious. Well, I didn't say, okay, maybe I did. All right, well, I'm just going to shut up. You guys go ahead and talk about Kenneth Fareed. Yo, bro, stand by your truth. Don't, don't, don't let Raj intimidate you. Stand by your facts. I don't think, I don't think, like, I just, I genuinely like Kenneth Fareed is good, but like, I think. Chris Paul and James Harden had a big part in how Kenneth Freed played last season. Yeah. Uh, Devil's advocate, I'd say that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are better than James Harden and Chris Paul. You know, you're you're not wrong in that argument. Uh, I just think, I just, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's like the way, like LeBron and Tristan Thompson aren't like. How do I explain? I don't. I want to explain this in a way where like I don't sound. I like mean, don't, don't think too much into it. I'm just playing Polinka's advocate. Yeah. No, no, Polinka's advocate. <laughs> I forgot that's what we call it. <laughs> it's not a devil's advocate. What do, what do people call him? They call him uh, Littlefinger? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Littlefinger's yeah. advocate. You guys don't even watch Thrones. Are you just so, trying to engender hatred for, for your fellow podcast hosts? <laughs> oh, they haven't had the sandwich? Oh, they don't watch Thrones? 
I, you know what? I don't watch Thrones. No, no. Yeah. Just, to, just so I'm not the only, the only person being hated on. Rick doesn't either, guys. I, th- I thought that was understood. I thought that was understood. Yeah. Okay, all right, good. So Littlefinger is just a guy with a little finger to y'all, yeah, or something I, like that. I assume some. I assume some got chopped <laughs> off. That's. What, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. That was a multi-layered joke. Anyway, speaking of which, you, I, I know this is a random fact. You know, Joe Green has like half a finger on his shooting hand. Yeah. That's, I think that's so cool. I found that out like two years ago and mm-hmm. I really love it. Like he's jamming dunks with, yeah. like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, exactly. Like shooting the ball with like, I think that's so cool. Yeah. He had that when he won the dunk contest? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, I forgot sure. what the story is, but I think he like went to go dunk or something like that and he got his hand stuck in the net. I don't remember exactly the story. I could be totally botching it. It could be just like he accidentally cut his hand with a knife, but I, I think it's that, and he got it stuck, and then when he went to pull out his hand, it just, like, ripped. I am not even going to begin to Im- give input to that, because I have no idea, but that sounds brutal. <laughs> He's going to look it up. Yeah, I, I had to. Yo, the typing is furious. You should really, <laughs> like, work in, like, an advertising agency. Like, this is just reminding me of Mad Men for some reason. Just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here it is. When he was, Jesus. When he was in sixth grade, he was involved in an accident that left a significant portion of his right finger cut off. He was wearing a ring on his right finger when he attempted to dunk on a makeshift basketball hoop. Okay, the reason why I said Jesus was because he went up for a dunk in sixth grade. So I was like, damn, that's insane. But it was like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and so I was like, are you kidding me? You know, when you're telling a story about a guy losing a finger and you go, Jesus, I'm expecting <laughs> yeah, that's I know. not. <laughs> I know. That's why, that's why I wanted to say what I was thinking. But then I saw makeshift basketball hoop. Okay, so it couldn't. It, maybe it wasn't ten. Maybe yeah. it wasn't ten. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a maybe it was a crate, a milk crate, a peach basket. You know. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that next time. I dunked on a makeshift basket. <laughs> <laughs> makeshift. Um. All right. Uh, should we Should we move on to the uh to the to the schedule? Uh, are we done with the center conversation? Yeah, I just want to make it clear yeah. one more time. I am not a Dwight Howard fan. Just for everybody to know. That was very necessary, actually. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> very necessary. Look, Ali, I'm tweeting, Ali wants Dwight Howard on the Lakers, whether you do this ten times more or not. So, <laughs> Ali says, tell the Grizzlies, forget a buyout, we'll trade you the rest of our picks for Dwight Howard. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm glad, you know, that the Lakers uh, trade Zubox so that we can make room for Dwight. I hate my... Well, no, that was, well, that was too much. That, that, that was up. too far. That was, that was too me. much... That was already a painful experience. You didn't need to file. <laughs> Could you imagine if we still had Zubok? We wouldn't have, be having any of these conversations. Yeah. Isn't that... Oh, wow. Why'd you say that? Oh, my God. Uh, I feel like we might... Just so people understand that. why I'm saying what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, real quick, before we get to the, the, the season outlook, Raj, I just want to let you know that somebody recently tweeted... A picture of a Chick-fil-A chicken patty on top of a Popeye's chicken patty oh. uh, in one sandwich. Wow. Using, of course, the Popeye's bun, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting detail. No, I People have too much time. I, mean, I literally just clicked Twitter and that was the first thing I, that was on the top of the screen. On the top of the page. Crazy. That, that surprisingly looks really good. But I don't like Chick-fil-A sandwiches. You've mentioned oh, this. Oh yeah, I, just, I see it too. I don't like Chick-fil-A sandwiches, but that Popeye's chicken looks dry, like really dry. Slow your roll. It's not. Slow your roll. It's really good. 
I that, tried trust you. Wrong. I just yeah. I don't. I, I don't think I have time to go to Chick Fil A and then go to Popeyes and then put them together. I mean, that's, that's you know what that's you, missing. Hmm? Come on, don't. Are oh. you really gonna say ketchup right now? I know. That's what I was thinking. Oh my gosh. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Um, real quick, just, just until right, right before as a, as a transitionary topic, uh, Ali, what is your favorite French fry? Fast food French fry. Probably ones that consist with potatoes. You thought you had with that one, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love bad jokes. Um, I I mean, zucchini fries, (laughs) avocado fries. All right. That's enough of that. Um, (laughs) I'd probably say... Ooh, Red Robin or Habit fries? But not, that's a step above. I can't. I can't let you answer Red Robin. I agree with that though, and a partial, partially because of volume. Like sometimes quantity beats quality, yo, but I need fast food level. That endless fries, Oof. boy. Oof, boy. Sorry. And you know what's you know, real quick aside? What's cool about Red Robin too is like right now I'm trying to eat clean. You know what I'm saying? So I can go in there. I can get a uh-huh. salmon sandwich. And I can order broccoli instead of fries, and they'll just keep bringing me broccoli. That's really? that's cold, bro. That's that's I, I, that's amazing. Wait, so it's unlimited appetizers, not just fries? Is that what unlimited sides? Mm-hmm. Unlimited yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, you can't like just order salads over and over again. But like, I think the <laughs> broccoli, the fries. I'm sure like the coleslaw. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's interesting. So I go with the best fries. I think. Oh, that's tough. I can't believe I, this is a debate. Like, I, I bro, you're it's just, not. If any of you are gonna say McDonald's, it's not McDonald's. It's just not McDonald's. It's not McDonald's. It is McDonald's. It's not McDonald's. I think that's just because as kids, I think we all had McDonald's fries the most out of anything, so it's in our taste buds and like, I don't know, it brings a great memory. But I just don't think it's McDonald's. They're so thin. They're so thin. They're thin. They changed the oil. It used to be. They used to be nice, like truly crisp. It used to be you bunch you bite in and it was crisp on the outside, potatoey. Now they're like they, back they, when they, it used to be. Uh, we love to see you smile when they're frying in the beef tallow, <laughs> and then we go from the beef tallow to whatever it was, and now we're in trans fat free. First and foremost, let me get on my high horse real quick for a second. I don't need my fast food fries fried in healthy oil. I don't need you to trick me into thinking I can have this more than once every three, four weeks. That's a lie. Fry my in some beef tallow so I have to take a nap 30 minutes after the meal so I know I can't do that again for four weeks. But when I do, it's going to be delicious. To to quote Martin Sheen in The Departed, I practice deception. What I do not practice is self-deception. Thank you very much. I don't think you've ever quoted something that I knew and I'm like, oh, I know that. Every time you quote something, (laughs) it's something I have no clue of. I have obscure tastes, I suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I think my favorite fry, if I had to go fast food, it might it might be when uh, when it might be a Carl Junior's uh, like curly fry or not uh, curly or it was Jack in the Box. Which which one has curly fries? That's Jack in the Box. That's Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. Jack Jack in the Box curly fries. Just to- I I still think it's McDonald's. I- I don't eat McDonald's as much as, like, I did when I was a kid, obviously. But I still think, like, they were, like, so ahead of the competition, in my opinion. Like, it was, like, McDonald's fries. And there was, like, a big distance. And then there's whoever's left. Wait, does Habit count? I don't even know what that is. What? What? That's not a thing out here, bruh. But Habit, you can't get it, like, in a drive. Do they have a drive-thru? No. 
Nah, okay. nah, different. I don't even know it, but it's a different category. Real quick, there's a difference between <laughs> being iconic and good. Okay. Like Space Jam, iconic movie, good. Uh-huh. Okay, Mc- fair. What are you? What are you trying to? What are you trying to say? This is a McDonald's attack, isn't it? Oh, McDonald's, McDonald's fries oh, are the Space oh. Jam of movies. Okay, they fair. give you warm fuzzies. You remember when it was epic when you first tasted them, but you know. In in retrospect, you gave it some compliments that maybe it didn't just quite deserve. I'm That's willing. Like, I'm willing to go that all of McDonald's is iconic, but not good. Ooh, wow! Like I I go and get their McChickens. It will I yeah. eat a McChicken? And say, wow, this is so good. No, it's just great for my money. The one thing I will say though that the the soft serve vanilla cone at McDonald's is like that's I don't even like ice cream and that's delicious. No, that's fine. That's fine. Wendy's is better, but that's fine. You uh, know what? I'm with you. Frosty's better. I I'm gonna get yelled at for saying that, but whatever. Frosties are delicious. Yeah, that's better. But I'm not gonna like. I'm talking about their food. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. I thought that was a soft serve to Frosty. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about Wendy's, but I'm saying like for McDonald's, like yeah, their 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 fro- their uh, milkshake's good. But I'm talking about McDonald's, like food is like. I, I still agree with you though. Okay. I'm still with you. Yeah. Good. 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 I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, one one more quick. I apologize. I like Arby's, and apparently that is a controversial opinion. Never had it. Okay. I've never had it either. Okay. Is, are there enough here? Like, I really Ooh. don't know. I, I don't see, I don't see as many Arby's as, like, cause a lot of people, when I put McDonald's has the best fries, a bunch of people calling it checkers. Yo, and th- Arby's. That's my favorite checkers. And I haven't had, really, I've never had either. Okay. So. I've, I've seen Arby's. I've never had it, but I've never seen a Sonic before. I've seen one. I've been. It's okay. You shouldn't be getting fries at Sonic anyway. That there's a no. reason they sell tater tots. Ooh, when I'm thinking Sonic, I'm thinking their shakes just because of the commercials. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I remember it because like the their thing is like they roll their their food out to you on like roller skates. That's what the 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 whatever they're not waiters because it's fast food, but they roll out to you on wait, roller skates. And I remember the first yeah. time I went, like not the, not not the, not the first time, but I, I went and for the first time, someone came out and they just like walked me my food. They just like walked out, and I was like, "Man, take your lazy ass back there and strap up them skates, boy." <laughs> I think this is <laughs> better. Roll my food out here, bro. <laughs> Felt very disrespected. <laughs> so when I put McDonald's has the best fries, I got a few replies saying In and Out, which is insane to me. Like, no, but uh, yeah, I don't. It's an insta block. It. Block them right now. Yeah, starting a month ago. I've been deep asking them to deep fry it, and ooh, that's a lot better. It's still not great, but it's a lot better than their crappy normal fries. I'm sorry. Do they not deep fry their fries? Yeah. How else? Were they? No, but like you. Sorry, sorry. You like you like ask them to like fry it even more though. Oh. Like you get it. Like can I get a double fry on my fries? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they have a secret menu, so I feel like the double fry in the fries. That's like not as sorry, annoying. Sorry. Sorry. Did I say deep fry? Deep. I meant well done. Yeah, I got you. I meant oh, well okay. done. Yeah, yeah this words are hard. <laughs> For sure. They are. They're difficult. Their burgers are so good though that we just yeah, like dude, I Yeah. They're they're good. They're not so good. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I think I think it and out thing is just like it's it's great for and you get the best. it's like not like McDonald's because In and Out's actually really good. Or like it's good. But it's great for the money you pay for. Like they're like they're, like it's not expensive. Habit though, if you go to Habit and you get their burger, it's better tasting. It's just way more expensive. Am I? It is. Yeah. Am I wrong there? 
No, you're right. It's just in a different tier. Yeah. Mean, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I eat habit at a different, like, when I'm hungry, yeah. in a different way. That makes sense. You can't get habit, like, multiple times a week because it's just it's right. more money. Yeah. It sounded like a Shake Shack equivalent. It's close, yeah. Okay. Shake Shack, I think, is, like, double the price, though, right? I think so. I don't remember the price of Five Guys. What is Five Guys' price? It's up there. It's, it's Shake Shack. Yeah, it's a lot. Right. I just remember it was really good. It's fire. It's fire. Yeah. I remember someone's like, it takes five guys to pay for a five guy burger. <laughs> like, that's, that's like, their, someone that's said mad that. That's funny. That's, that's yeah. a me joke. So, t- <laughs> that's fair, actually. Sometimes, <laughs> like, if I want five, because, you know, like, you can order the, the small cheeseburger, because they give you two patties and a regular one, but you can get the small that's just one. But, like, uh-huh. I never want to, like, I feel like that's just me admitting I'm broke, walking into a five guys, <laughs> and be like, let me get the single patty, please. <laughs> you know? That'd be 11 bucks. <laughs> Um, please, we'll take the title to your car. Oh, you want a hot dog too? The deed to your house. Oh man! Just letting you know, we're making you pay for the peanuts now too. <laughs> you're, you're breathing the air in here, sir. Please leave. Um. All right, that was a solid fifteen minutes of riffing. Um. Shall we talk about the schedule? Yeah. Um. So I, I, uh, I did this. I did like a little bit of, um, a little bit of prognosticating. What? Right? Um, uh, <laughs> by December, December 2nd is when we, we play our 23rd game. I think we should have 15 wins. No problem. We should be 15 and eight. No problem by the start of December. I'm not against you on that. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I'm always scared of guessing. Win and losses, though, because of what happened last year with me. It actually mm. terrifies me. I'm, like, scarred from that. <laughs> you were yeah, close. You got the first game right, and then, like... I got there. the first game, and I got really cocky. <laughs> I think nice. I quote-tweeted my tweet, and I and I just said, uh, oh, I, uh, what song did I put? Rick, you responded to this, I think. Uh, I put the song... What's the song that Lonzo put when he didn't get traded? Uh, was it his own song? No, no. no it was... Uh, uh, I'm blanking. You know what I'm talking about, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, I'm blanking. Like, Tom Brady had this on his story, too. Uh, damn. This is gonna bother the crap out of me. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, I know I'm looking this up, but go ahead. Of course. Raj, go ahead. Yeah, so the first, um, first few games are all at home, I believe. Well, the Clipper one, obviously, is a road <laughs> game. Doesn't count. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't... Go win. Oh, no, that's where? one. Yeah. Also, oh, I misspoke, right, right. by the way. It was December 1st. That's our 20th game. I apologize. We should be 15-5 and five by the 20th game. That's what I meant to say. All right, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. 15-5? Yeah, okay. You heard it here first. Yeah. And it's like almost all of them are home games. I think we only go to Texas for Dallas and San Antonio and then Chicago until like November 10th. So. It's a favorable schedule to say the least. Yeah. Um, and also, there's like this string, even like the 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 big away stretch that we have in like mid December. It's like Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, Indiana, right? And then we have to play Milwaukee, and it's like we could easily go four and one in that stretch. Mm-hmm. And that that's mainly what I'm looking at. I'm looking at those like big stretches of away games. Mm-hmm. Like that's our that's our that's a five game stretch. We have another five game stretch where it's like Houston, Boston, New York, Brooklyn, and Philly. And it's like you win three of those, like you, two of them are you should you should win two. You win three, you know you come out ahead. Um, 
There's another big stretch later in the season. It's six away games. It's Charlotte, Detroit, Toronto, Cleveland, Washington, Minnesota. Like that could be a five and one. And when you look at the big stretches and you're like, we get to come away with all those away games ending up, you know, what, what, what have you five and one, three and two, you know, you end up being like 10 and three over your big away stretches. That that's a pretty nice setup. I love I love their last like eleven games too of the season because that's huge for playoff seating. Mm-hmm. They because uh-huh. their last eleven games: Cleveland, Washington, Timberwolves, Indiana, Kings, Thunder, Chicago, then the Warriors, Minnesota, Kings, Suns. You could easily walk out of that going like nine and two. Yeah, for sure. I think it's important for this team to start well, especially with like a new head coach with Jason Kidd breathing down his back. But um, he should be like the one or two seed going to Christmas, at least from the games or what it looks like. So, oh, which reminds me, Rod. I mean, uh, Rick defended Jason Kidd, so I don't feel bad about Dwight. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what? What's the next topic? <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. You play devil's advocate. You need to defend him. Yes, Link is advocate. Link is advocate. That's what I was doing. <laughs> it might be kids advocate soon, so we don't. Yeah, like you know what? R- r- look, Rob built a roster that made sense, and I can't say the same thing about Magic last year. So we're it's 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 kids advocate until until further notice. <laughs> I'm I'm backing off. Thank you, Rob Palenka, for uh for actually putting shooters around, for not watching the playoffs and seeing that you know shooting doesn't win games in the playoffs. I appreciate that. <laughs> I miss Zubak. Oh, man. You're... Wow. Jeez. I was thinking about how we wouldn't have had this issue if Zubak was here. That's all I could think about. Anyway. Apologies. What was that? My water bottle dropping. Gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> so, do you guys like that we play the Clippers opening night and then on Christmas, too? I was hoping the Christmas matchup would be the first one. You know what I mean? Like, I would like both teams to kind of go in that... Um, formed already but like what do you think of the opening night i is it being clipped i was upset by that i wanted their first game to be christmas mm-hmm. i wanted them both to be fully healthy i wanted paul george back for the clippers i want them both yeah. to like have be settled in and then play each other yeah because i didn't want the first time playing them without paul george also yeah. sorry completely off topic you know that royce white video of him like saying how oh, it's a joke that carmelo's not in the league and jared dudley got a spot yes yeah okay Remember how Pat and another tweet. Remember how Pat Bev talked crap about Caruso? Yes. Yeah. He just quote tweeted that Royce White tweet and said he ain't said nothing wrong. Hashtag no cap. This dude knows Beverly. how to. This he knows how to get Laker fans angry. I just don't understand why. Like I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Don't, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't know why Jared Dudley is getting uh catching flack. Uh, <laughs> that's like silly to me. Like. There, there are much worse basketball players in the league than Jared Dudley. <laughs> like, like, what are we talking about right now? He just, he just played in the playoffs. Like, I don't understand. Like, I would get it if Jared Dudley like was playing on a bad team, but he was on the Nets. He was a rotation player in the playoffs that was going head to head with Ben Simmons somehow. But yeah, it's, it's very strange. Also, like the things that people like go to bat for are so odd. Like. Like I like I understand like I I love Melo I I think Melo's a great basketball player like maybe we should talk about the fact that like Bobby Portis punched his teammate out of the NBA before we like start ragging on Jared Dudley and like 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 where are our priorities right now like what are we talking about I I don't I don't, I don't understand um to answer your original question though I'm actually 
I understand y'all. You have a great competitive spirit. I appreciate that. But uh, now nah, we about to get this dove on open tonight, and that's gonna be huge. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, it they ha- I like the first game has to be a win. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Utah Utah's gonna be tough, but then Charlotte, Memphis, like three and one is within our grasp, and then you know, yeah. Dallas. I'm not scared I, of San Antonio. I'm not, like obviously I'm not scared of Chicago. I'm not scared of Dallas <laughs> to be honest with you with the power we have on our team. The Heat, Toronto, aka Lebrano, like we go into the the eleventh game of the season against the Golden State Warriors, and we could be like eight and two. Yeah, I'm with it. I just don't get why the NBA last season, our first game was away against Portland. Yeah. This season, I mean, it'll be a home game, but it's away to the Clippers. I don't get why their first games aren't home. And I don't know if that's me sounding like an entitled Laker fan. So I, I, I understand if I do sound like that, but I feel like Lakers should have their first game being home. Yeah. I remember last year it was on the road in Portland. Then we came home and played, I think, Houston. Yeah, and oh. I think, and then yeah. we went to like San Antonio. Last year we started zero and three. Start, yeah, yeah, we started zero and three, and I was like, uh, "That's that's a tough one to come back." Yeah, I'm more. I I agree with you. It's weird. Also, the the thing about being an entitled Laker fan is you're entitled to feel that way, so it's okay. Um, I'm more <laughs> upset that like our last game of the season is at Phoenix. What the hell is that? Like. <laughs> Like, they're not going to be in playoff contention. Like, I understand, obviously, Tom Corelli and Evan Wash put their, their, have their supercomputers and they churn out a thousand different permutations of the schedule and figure out the exact best one that works for TNT and ABC. But damn it, can we end at home against a team that, like, is going to be that against in a game that means something? Then again, you know, maybe we have a seed locked up at that point and Anthony Davis and LeBron can sit. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, a couple other. Like just like minor things, I am not a fan of the home and home. I understand why it makes sense, um, and I think we only do that twice this 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 season. We play Oklahoma on uh, no Oklahoma City, I should say, on November nineteenth, and then November twenty second, one after another, and then we play yeah. Utah on March sixteenth and March eighteenth, one after another. That like. I just don't, that's boring to me. Like, I don't like that, and I'm glad it only happens twice. I don't want to watch us play the same team, like, back-to-back. And it's especially annoying because, like, those games are never back-to-backs because it's a home-and-home. So, like, for example, that Utah Jazz one, okay, uh, sorry, not not Utah Jazz, the Oklahoma City one, we play on Tuesday, so I got to go a whole two days without watching Laker basketball, and we play the same damn team. I'm I'm like, no, that's boring as hell. (laughs) <laughs> That's weird. I like I like it. It's like a little mini series. Yeah, like, I do too. Kind of like a mini playoff series. Yeah, I, I like it. I- I'd say if I were a coach or a scout and I was like breaking tape down and I was like, oh, okay, they did this and we ran this play, so we're gonna counter with this. Like it'd be cool, but I don't know, man. Like I I, I just I I want to see something fresh. But you know, it only happens twice, so I get I- I'm happy with that, and you get it twice. So it's a it's a win win. It's a compromise. Did the did the Rockets get a new like logo? I thought they did update their logo. Because I'm looking through the schedule and I see the Rockets one, and that's something I've never seen before. Where are you looking at the schedule, Matt? Uh, NBA.com. Raj, are you? That's do you have the schedule? Right. You're on NBA.com as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is that is different. It's different. I've never seen that before. It's usually just the R, right, Ali? Yeah, it's not yeah. With the it's not with the ball and then, like Houston Rockets on the side. Yeah. No, they they did change it. They what if they it. just updated like right now and we're breaking news? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the first time the pod has ever broke news. 
sources on NBA.com tell me. <laughs> NBA sources tell me that the Houston Rockets have updated their logo. You should totally tweet that and just at every Houston reporter that you can and just be like, I broke this first. You guys are slacking. This new logo. <laughs> Somebody's going to quote it and be like, I reported this eight days ago. Pull a Arya Abraham on you. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. No disrespect. <laughs> that was full on disrespect. Hey, everybody's got their hustle. To quote J. Cole, everybody got their thing. The first time you ever quoted something that I know. That was the second yeah. time. What was the what was the first? The departed. I told you I didn't. Oh I thought my misunderstood. Oh, okay. Hey, we broke. We <laughs> broke that. We yeah, that's it's that's a record breaking pod. <laughs> first ever. Um so real quick while we're on the schedule, I just want to let you guys know that I think I'm gonna try to come to a game in LA during the season, so is how like which what game are you looking I at? I have absolutely no clue. Do you know where in the season? Um yeah, I wanted to make a comment against like a crappy team, but it's in Staples. It doesn't matter. That's not gonna affect the pricing structure in any way, shape, or form. I wanna uh, agree with you, but it still does somehow. It does, yeah. Actually, does it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like yeah. it's still gonna be expensive, you're not wrong, but one's gonna be like crazy expensive and the other's just expensive. Like, if I want to come watch the Charlotte Hornets on March you, 21st. That's probably the best team to go up against. Yeah. Oh, that's an away or the game. Suns. The Suns. No, I'd still say Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets, their best player, like, no disrespect, <laughs> their best player is T- Terry Rozier. Like, they, that, I feel like they're going to be the worst team in the NBA next season. Now, you can do full disrespect there. Like, it's totally fine. He's not a Celtic anymore. This is... Yeah, you, know. yeah, you, gotta, you gotta ease up. He's not so, ah. Meanwhile, Kimba, hate him. No, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, alright. I'm just just letting you guys know, so keep that on your radar, you know? Yeah. If you're trying to see, like, Lakers Clippers, you might want to, like, sell your car, and then, like, maybe try to, like, come out, but other ones should be alright. Car, kidney, whatever whatever goes on the yeah. market quickest. Whatever's most liquid. <laughs> yeah. My most liquid asset. <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, I don't know what else there is to say other than McDonald's fries, hella mediocre. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm just poking the bear. Not wrong at all. I like them more than in-out fries though. That's for sure. That's a low bar to like climb though. Like that's it's not even a bar. That's a credit card. Uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Every time someone tells me in-out fries is amazing, I just think they're lying to me. Oh, it well because I, I had this discussion co- with some coworkers, and they were like, "Oh, do, do you get them animal style? Oh, if you don't get them animal style, then like you're missing. Like, I mean, that's why you don't get them." And I'm like, "Yeah, bro. If I covered anything it's in a, sauce, yeah. it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's like saying, oh, do you like nachos or tortilla chips? It's two totally different things.' <laughs> like, nah, bro. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> if you just cover them with a bunch of like onions, sauce, and like." <laughs> like what yeah, no. <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever what uh, do you, you don't like blueberries oh well you obviously don't have them with ice cream on top you don't know what you're doing <laughs> like, yes so i tell you. people who don't like vegetables i'm like just put ketchup on it just put ketchup okay that's fair i thought you were gonna go with cheese because that's like a no you know what yeah, i mean like that's why i thought too broccoli with cheese that's on point mm-hmm. mm, carrots and ketchup <sighs> oh man Ladies and gentlemen, that's, <laughs> that's fair. All right, you know what? You know, I've come to realize that that's fair always just means you are so wrong. But I'm not going to say anything to it. And that's what that's what a lot of that fair that's fair means when people yeah. say that. There's that that's like a good sixty five percent of the usage. I, will I said the Dwight thing, and you said that's fair. No, no, that was actually fair. 
that was, maybe maybe I should have said that's a sound argument. That was a sound argument. Yeah, that's fair. It's like I can come back, but we're gonna go too long. So like, yeah, that's fair. That's exactly what I say that in life too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll record again soon and have another center on the team. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh last thing is Kuzma gonna make the team? US USA basketball. Yes. Yeah, I feel. Well, he only has to beat like one person out now. But I mean, <laughs> I I don't think. How many people are on the, on Team USA right now? There's like 15. I think they they can keep 14 if I'm right. Yeah, he's um, staying. My bet was yeah. that uh, Plumley Mason Plumley was gonna get chopped off, but like I don't uh-huh. think they can afford that right now. To be honest with you, why? Why? Because uh, they have Brooke Lopez mm-hmm. and Miles Turner, and those mm-hmm. are the only two bigs on the roster. Okay, so for the Lakers. They need a five, and they like they desperately need a five. Does the Dwight nothing? I'm just gonna stop with that. I don't even. I I saw where this was going. I was gonna, like, oh I'm man. just gonna stop with that. <laughs> I'm gonna end the Dwight talks. I'm so sick of saying his name. I make I, for my video. I'm watching a bunch of Dwight highlights, and they made me sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like it's sad, but I'm not even kidding. That's hilarious. Uh, I didn't know Derek White was on USA Basketball until like very recently, like two days ago. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, is that is it Derek? What? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a conflict of interest. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. I was like, is Pop just doing him a solid? So I, I saw a lot of people get mad. They're like, Darren Fox only quit because Derek White's on the team. I was like, ah, I don't know. I, I don't think Popovich would be that cynical. I desperately like. I wish Darren Fox. I mean, he said just to focus on to like you said. What was it? Playoff push. Yeah, but. I mean, what's the real reason? I because you don't you don't play it in the actual game and then just quit after one game and say, "Oh, it's for the playoff push." You would quit way earlier. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It definitely is. But Kuz looks good. His jumper looks different. Have you guys seen yeah, the new jumper? Yeah, I like it. I like I it a lot. A new jumper. It's I, a lot more concise, and he's like running the floor. He's He's supposedly an all-world defender, according to Donovan Mitchell. Now, so I mean, take. But if you ask Brian Windhorst, that's uh, that's questionable. <laughs> yeah. What was nice about Kuz's jumpers because uh, is that I'd only seen you know videos of it of him in workouts and such, and mm-hmm. the the time I saw him shoot it, it was like a very quick catch and shoot, like instinctual on the yeah. wing, and it was like it, it it went right to the new form. So you can tell that he's really yeah. been like it's second nature now. Shout out, lethal shooter. Yes. Um, real quick, one of uh, a guy that I work with, he like trains with with players, not like not like NBA players, but like you know some lower level college, more more high school players. And he was like just hate, not hating. I don't want to say hating because that's not the right idea. But he was like super skeptical of Lethal Shooter. He, uh-huh. he was like Lethal Shooter is like he's a businessman, like he's a brand. But like don't let him think that. Don't let him make you think that he's out here like as the main trainer for some of these guys, like. He he was saying it's very PR ish. I you know that's that my name's Paul and that's between y'all. That's none of my business. But I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I just think that's hilarious that like the dude's obviously a shooting coach and people are out here like the you can get hate for doing anything. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying that's just hilarious to me. No, for sure. Like of course they're yeah. not their main coach. Like yeah, he's just shooting coach. Yeah. I was like that's a really yeah. odd critique. Like he's in the gym with Kuz. What else are we talking about here? Yeah. You know um, they're teaching he's just him. really good at branding. Yeah, I mean, no, he is really good. I <laughs> he comments on everybody's <laughs> posts. Yeah, 
you got to do. That's what we got to start doing, just commenting on everybody's posts. <laughs> That's true. The Hornets are like, are, are you ready for the upcoming season, Charlotte? And we're like, hey, the Forum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Forum Podcast is ready. <laughs> oh, man. Comment below if you are ready, too. <laughs> Um, also, you know who else is on Team USA before we go? I mean, there's a lot of people on Team USA. No, no, no. But there's only one person that matters other than Kuzma. And his name is ISO Joe Harris, University of Virginia's finest. <laughs> go ahead. Go on your tantrum about this. Go ahead. That, 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 that's all I got. He's not from Virginia. He's like from Washington. <laughs> so, but he went to UVA. So I got to show some love, <laughs> but not so as much love as Troy Daniels because Troy Daniels is from Richmond. Cap City. It doesn't matter. If it's not in Virginia, I don't know. It doesn't matter. That's all I got. So. I was thinking, is Terrence Ross on the USA roster? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if only Greg Popovich would be so lucky. (laughs) If you could choose Terrence Ross or Kuz on the roster, who would you choose? Uh, That's not even a question. Uh, I'm kind of scared of the answer. No, no, no. uh, It's it's Kuz. It's Kuz. Okay, all right. right, Um, Although I am thinking about, just to show solidarity with Kuz, just because he showed a little doubt in my faith in him, I am thinking about bleaching the tips. You know what I'm saying? Like Kuz. I got my (laughs) curls flourishing. Might put a little yellow on top. What you guys think about that? (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it for this episode. All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So without any further ado... Uh, real quick before we do go, I just wanted to say thank you, the listener, for listening. We were going over, you know, uh, the past episodes, going over some stats, and I just want to say I appreciate y'all listening, liking, retweeting, subscribing, sharing. We appreciate y'all. Y'all we really, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, uh, support has been amazing. Um, Literally incredible. So, uh, keep doing it. Matter of fact, do us some more. Or don't. It's up to you. You choose what you want to do. No, 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 no. If you don't, you're a Celtics fan to me. That's that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. You might as well be wearing green. You know what you should do at the end of this episode? You should you should blank out every time I said Dwight's name. I said it way too many times. No, no. We don't. He doesn't even get the the. the yeah, res- he doesn't. No, doesn't deserve that. We're not even gonna. No, it's not that significant. It's not. It's not worth the extra ten seconds that it takes. To add the the tone in, and are you it, saying? It, it, are you saying? And I can't wait for you to bleep this out. Are you saying it's worth it for? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is because his his name shouldn't be said. His name, those waves, those sound waves that create those noises that make up his name, should never enter into enter into the ears of our listeners. Like so, you're saying. I mean, we're already at the end, so it's no more like. Hour sixteen twenty four. It's no more work. I got it. I got it in my head right now. I'm good <laughs> to go. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> so, after those bleeps, until next time, this has been The Forum. Pete. <laughs> that was worth it messing up the outro for that. Oh, I hope you're proud of yourself. I, <laughs> I hope you're proud I'll of yourself. Be so off guard. Damn it, damn it, yeah. damn it. I was gonna say I was gonna say the name and then say peace and then oh. Well, I hope you're proud of yourself. This isn't one of my finest episodes. Well, that's what happens when you name yourself Chris Mim in the podcast recording area. <laughs> that that's true. Peace. peace. Hey, hey, let's go. <laughs> let's we go. <laughs>